Welcome to Family Features, a podcast for anyone who wants to experience healthy relationships within their family. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to come alongside you to encourage, educate, and equip you as we focus on the different relationships that make us family. Let's get started and focus on today's feature. Hey, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and today we're going to look at some rules and some healthy tools when it comes to conflict, a really key area that's important for marriages. Um, And we're going to look at Scott Stanley's approach from fighting for your marriage. Um, That's where we're going to kind of spend this time today. Think about this way, the changing the dance of the pursuit withdrawal pattern. So you're pers- one's pursuing, the other one's withdrawing, and it's back and forth, and it could be always one way or it's or is back and forth. But think of these statements. Person more likely to withdraw in any t- talk is the one who feels more anxious about the topic or tone of the talk. When we understand that, we're able to then analyze what needs to change. If the tone is a problem, we need to change the tone. If they cower in the tone, if um, the topic is really personal, how we enter it. It's kind of what we talked about before about that, um, that soft, soften the startup, being careful how you start. Um, another one, person who withdraws is very likely the one who feels less confident that something good for the couple is about to happen. Whew. Less confident that something good is about to happen. If you care about your spouse and they're withdrawing, this is good information. Because it tells you that there's some work that needs to get done to make sure that there's confidence there that we're going to have each other, I'm going to have your back in that situation, in that scenario, that we're a team. It's not us, me against you. Our avoidance and withdrawal and in relationships is often similar to our behavior in other areas of life. Most of us pull away from things that we're not sure we can handle well. Not sure we can handle well. Really? Yes. You're stuck. You're afraid. You're being, living a fear-based life. Your confidence is, needs work. Yes, this is where your spouse comes in. This is where, as a, if this is me to my wife, if she's feeling this, I've got work to do for her, to love her, to engage with her. Not, okay, well, I'll wait till she gets it together. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. In most marriages, pulling back has far more to do with conflict than with a lack of commitment or caring. A lot of couples feel disengaged. Look look here. How are we handling conflict? And are they piling up in ways where it's just like loss, 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 loss? And again, if one person's winning, you're both losing. There is no winning in marriage in this kind of scenario, if you will. Partners have to work together to stop this dance. So what I want to show you today is a an example of how. What I have found over the years in counseling is some people just have a lot of this intuitively, or they have pieces of it, and it's just easily put together um, in, in conversation and then in practice. Others, it's never been taught. They've never learned how, and this is life-altering. Their, their marriage is transformed just by kind of what we're going to look at here today. So the idea of problem-solving. How do I solve a problem like Maria? Just kidding. <laughs> how do I solve a problem? If 69% of conflict is not is you know, perpetual it's ongoing it's not solvable it leaves 30 30 31 percent where i can solve it but it's also about managing the whole um, so we're going to look at this today understanding one another is more important for maintaining respect and connection than is solving every problem that life throws your way and that's actually where a lot of couples get stuck 
they feel like they have to solve everything and then nothing seems to be getting solved and it's just constant frustration and tends to lead to divorce thoroughly discussing the issue at hand and grasping one another's perspective is a critical step preceding problem solving so think of problem solving as an event we're going to schedule it tonight at seven we're going to solve some problems um, but until then there needs to be some work that gets some groundwork and it's do i understand their point of view do i understand it's, it's conversational it's relational it's life it should be the other side of this though another piece of this is i too often hear that couples um, really spend almost no time throughout the week talking and so they kind of catch up on the weekends but some of the statistics i've seen over the years is some couples talk like 15 20 minutes a week i mean that's just that's unacceptable and there's seasons where things just get busy but we have technology enough to be able to be in each other's lives in a way um, that keeps us engaged and keeps us on the same page here are three key assumptions that all couple couples have problems couples who are most effective at problem solving work together as a team they're not against each other and most couples rush to find quick solutions and in their haste they do not take into account the real concerns of each partner and thus fail to produce lasting solutions this is a ongoing for life approach um, work we're not solve it done it's i solve something and I'm, I'm kind of i'm building a relationship and i learn more about you oh i didn't realize that was important to you it's it's again it's about your relationship so here's the uh, model if you will or the simple kind of summary and then we'll go through each piece so how to handle problems well problem discussion do you have this moment again think of like 7 p.m we're going to have this conversation there's a problem discussion and then it's okay then that's over almost like the the rules of engagement from Roberts kind of Roberts rules second piece there's the problem solution and in that there's brains agenda setting what are we going to do brainstorming agreement and compromise and then the follow-up powerful actually especially if you're struggling here this could be life-changing for you so the problem discussion atmosphere of mutual respect and acceptance the problem solving is off limits so you're not stepping to that next part so if someone shares something you're not jumping to solve it's just listening this is time to discuss to bring out data 70 percent of issues couples face do not need to be solved and so the irony is this sometimes is it it's the discussion there isn't a solution that we actually need it's just oh now i know more about you and i know more about how to love you and how to to walk with you um, when good discussions precede problem solving problem solving can often go smoothly and surprisingly quickly even on difficult issues that's the goal we're taking the power away from conflict and energy there instead we're putting it on caring for each other loving each other solutions growing last piece of the problem discussion be clear about what you're upset about oftentimes part of the discussion is getting to a clarity because it may not start off that way i don't know what i'm what the problem is so i'm just kind of throwing out words hoping they stick and then eventually it's oh okay that's the problem xyz statement when you do x in situation y i feel z and when you kind of get to that point you start realizing okay maybe we're wrapping up the discussion time and it's time to move to the solution stage this can be so powerful and sometimes again you don't get to this point um, it's just data that you collect and then you actually stop back there you don't continue now problem solution you're moving that ends the discussion you move to the next stage problem solution 
uh, it comes after the discussion, only after the discussion, and you do these things, agenda setting, brainstorming, agreement, compromise, follow-up. So the first one, A, key is to make it clear what you're trying to solve. So if we just had a discussion, we realized when you do X, I feel Y, Z, okay, now I know I need to, here's the goal, I've got an agenda, this is what we want to do. Decide what to focus on, be specific, keep in manageable pieces. Too often we've got 16 things and it's all over the place. And it just gets emotional. It just gets heated. We just get hurt. Don't want that. B, brainstorming. Here are the rules. Any idea is okay to suggest. I think we should just move far, far, far away from parents. Or I think we should um, sell this or sell that. I think we should quit our jobs. I think we should <laughs> get rid of the kids. Just kidding. Um, any, any, this is brainstorming. And the rules of brainstorming is you just throw everything up on a board. And I actually like that. Get a whiteboard throw it up there get a little white you know the paper that folds fill it up just any idea anything goes one of you should write the ideas down as you generate them together what I said don't evaluate the ideas during brainstorming it's another one of those kind of categories stage brainstorm only write them down don't evaluate um, just put them up there that includes making faces don't do that too uh, be creative suggest whatever comes to mind Stay in this moment for a while. Have fun with it if you can. This is a time of a sense of humor. All, all things, um, all others' feelings should be dealt with in the problem discussion. But then here, you're throwing these out, and sometimes right here is where you're like, the whole amazing ideas come out that you never thought of that changes your whole family and family dynamics, but not always. This can be really powerful, this one. Then, brainstorm over. Are we good? Are you good? Am I good? Okay, we're set. Let's move to... The next one, the, the agreement and compromise stage goal, come up with specific solution or a combo of solutions that we both agree to try. Both agree to try. And then compromise as in win-win. That's really the third alternative like Stephen Covey mentions in his work. Marriage is about teamwork. Neither of you may get exactly what you wanted. It's actually usually the goal of not that we're just going to give whatever what person wants kind of thing a great marriage puts the needs of the relationship above your individual desires at key times of life i think this is being lost in a lot of marriages we are so self-centered and we're in a culture sometimes that's driving home that, that you're the center of the universe and if your needs aren't met you can't be happy or if you're not self-care oh it's terrible there is no room for self-sacrifice and laying aside my desires for someone else's and maybe leaving a job because I love you and I'm not ever seeing you anymore or moving because of certain temptations and yes we need to we need more of this actually in marriages there's intentionality and protection and then the follow-up two key advantages here often need to tweak solutions a bit for them to work so you come back and you revisit and you check and then follow-up builds accountability so you're making a plan. This should be daily, and not that you're daily talking about problems, but that you're checking in on things and how's that going. And um, the more you know about your partner's work, the more you can check in on how things at work. And the more you know about things that are going on with the kids, you can check in with those and on and on, building a community, your, your us and your family, and then um, growing from there. Now, what are the key areas that tend to come up? These right here. Um, so this is a great spot for you to think through yours. 
money, jealousy, friends, in-laws or other relatives, sex, religion, time together, recreation, communication, careers, alcohol and drugs, children or potential children, household chores or something else. Put this together. Write this out. Think through it. This is a continual forever in marriage where you're coming back to these things and things come up in different seasons and they don't have to be as dramatic and as big of a deal as we make them out to be. This is a part of the relationship. This is marriage and this is family. Things are hard sometimes. They don't have to be as hard as we often make them out to be if we're a team. If we're on the same team, we can have emotions that are against each other and still be okay. And that's the goal. And I hope you'll build a marriage that you're proud of. It takes intentionality. It takes hard work. Um, and it takes some planning. And it takes some of these kind of things. You take a really cheesy model and realize, wow, there's some gold here that could change everything for me. So God bless you, your marriage. And if you need conversations um, to help you and kind of kickstart, reach out to me, healinglives.com. Um, or you can also join our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash The Healthy Marriage. And I would love to um, be able to serve you. Also check out my podcast at um, thewarriormarriagepodcast.com. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Features Podcast. It has been an honor to serve. Find out more about Dr. Gilbert and his resources for you and your family's growth and success at healinglives.com. And if you think you could use some support along the way, be sure to book that call at bookdrg.com. One more thing, if you found this helpful, please share this podcast with others so that we can change the world.